This program is paid for by Your Radio Doctor, LLC. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Your Radio Doctor and their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. Your Radio Doctor does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, products, physicians, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned on Your Radio Doctor. Always consult your own physician. Today's program has been pre-recorded. I'm always striving to live my healthiest life, so I need a health plan that has my back. With Independence Blue Cross, I get access to the largest network of doctors and hospitals in the region and free virtual doctor visits 24-7. Plus, with premiums as low as $0 per month, I can stay on top of my health and keep my budget in check. Independence has given me coverage I can count on, and they'll do the same for you. Explore your coverage options and enroll today at ibx.com. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. It's time for the Delaware Valley's first radio doctor. On call every Saturday afternoon at 5. This is your radio doctor with Dr. Marianne Ritchie. Presented exclusively by Independence Blue Cross. Listen, seven months or ten months is an absolutely exceptional, exceptionally short time frame to produce this vaccine. Your health determines your life, your longevity, and your happiness. Let your radio doctor lead the way with your medical education. Your radio doctor, Dr. Marianne Ritchie. Good evening and welcome to your radio doctor. I'm your host, Dr. Marianne Ritchie. I hope you all enjoyed a happy Thanksgiving with your families and friends. And of course, it's the opening to the holiday season, which we hope to enjoy until the arrival of the new year. And we're always happy to welcome our friend, Emily Rubin, who's a licensed dietitian and a registered dietitian nutritionist who wears several hats. Emily is the Director of Clinical Dietetics in the Division of Gastroenterology and Hepatology at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital. She's also the Chair of Public Relations for the Philadelphia Academy of Nutrition Dietetics. Welcome, Emily. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so happy. We always learn so much uh, important scientific information and practical information, which is what gets us through the day. So we talked about this before uh, at holiday season. Thanksgiving has passed, but I know some of our listeners will make turkey again over the holidays, maybe for Christmas. But we thought in the refrigerator, in a container. We don't want the drippings. We don't want it uh, just sitting there. We want it in a leak-proof bag or maybe a big container. You never thought by leaving it sit out on the countertop, right? Cook it at 325, and I think the big key that you reminded us Use a thermometer, sometimes two thermometers, right? Not, so in terms of temperature, I mean, 325 is nice, I guess, to get sort of that juicy turkey. But I found I, I made two on Thanksgiving and I found the 325 really didn't get the temperature, you know, cooked all the way through. So I prefer the 350 temperature. And I also like to, there's a newer way of cooking it, uh, putting it in, cooking it in a bag. So all the juices stay in there um, and it gets juicy and it cooks it at like the perfect temperature. Mm-hmm. And actually, <laughs> my husband did it at 350 this year too. But uh the whole point is you want to make sure that the mounter says 165 and you jab it into the deepest part, right, of a thigh or the right. breast. Okay. So leftovers, too. You don't want them sitting out if you put a, your turkey out on the buffet or ham or whatever it is, because as you reminded us, it's not just turkey. It's all meats. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So if, if the 
turkey or any kind of meat product or even a mayonnaise product, if it sits out from uh, anywhere from two to four hours and the danger zone, actually the temperature is 40 to 140. So it's that critical time where food definitely can develop food poisoning or the food bacteria tends to grow. So we have to put it recommend to put it in the refrigerator within that two to three hour mark. Sure. And I think people associate salmonella as the only possible cootie. No, we're really lucky. Yeah, there, there's so many different ones um, out there now. There's so um, interesting enough. I just had a patient who had a, a foodborne uh, illness or food poisoning from Vibrio, which is actually from undercooked seafood. So we're seeing out in the uh, in the news now about oysters doesn't have Vibrio, but another kind of bacteria to avoid them actually raw because they're supposed to be eaten raw. But even with your cooked fishes, salmon, um, tilapia, any kind of cooked fish, you still want it to cook it to you know, the proper temperature. So I guess as well. so I guess oysters don't always make you love longer. That was a that was right, an right. oyster you're gonna be, joke. Yeah, you're gonna... <laughs> but C diff is the the diarrhea uh, producing bug that you get when you take um, antibiotics sometimes, and its cousin Clostridium perfringens perfringens is the bug that can grow when you leave your food out at room temp. So especially in November and December, isn't that the high time when when that bug is more likely to find uh, a feast to rest on? And don't eat raw cookie dough or batter, even though it right, sounds because, yummy. Ugh. Because, right, you have the raw eggs. But it's funny, you know, there's been a joke saying, we, we all did it. I did it through growing up, maybe even do it a little bit now just to taste it. But have I ever gotten sick? No. You know what I mean? So, but there's still that small percentage of people. Everybody's a different immune system. And if you don't know what that immune system is, especially with everything with all the different viruses going around, two people can eat the same thing and one person can get really sick and one person could not. So nobody wants to be in an, in an ER or ED at this point right now. So definitely do not eat raw. You have to taste Because yeah. it's, it's salmonella or E. coli. Exactly. And people don't think of those things. So there's a whole slew of fun things we could get. I I feel like I believe it or not, when I was a little girl, I used to sneak in and eat raw hamburger. Mm. That that accounts for a lot. But you never got uh, sick, right? I, but it's different now. I know. <laughs> but I I think of raw dough as eating play dough. Mm. We won't go there. But um so we wanna watch how much weight we gain because you think, oh I gained a pound or two. But tell us your thinking on that. Yeah, so, so the, it's a lot. People would think, oh, I gained five pounds between Christmas and New Year's, or between you know um, Thanksgiving and and New Year's. But you actually only the, the true weight gain is only one to two pounds. The issue is that that one to two pounds never really comes off. So then it winds up being five to ten pounds over five to ten years, and that's the big problem: is the your weight doesn't come off. It continues to you t- continue to gain weight. So during this easy, time, easy to justify. Justify, right? Yeah. So during this time, I don't recommend. You know, a lot of my patients are coming to me now for weight loss. I said, let's focus on more like a weight maintenance, you know what I mean? And just um, because this is the time now where we want to enjoy foods and taste foods. So if we just do weight maintenance or, you know, maybe a slower weight loss, that's perfectly fine because it's all about balance. Yeah. So don't try to diet during this time because you can sit down. Some people will, their little eyes blow up on Thanksgiving day and they might eat as much as you've said, 3,500 calories in one meal, especially if you're slow and you're chatting and a little more of this or that. And 3,500 calories equals one pound of weight gain. So I think that's a good thing. And I love your advice. You always say it's about how much you eat, not what you eat. So it's Thanksgiving or it's Hanukkah or it's Christmas. 
go ahead and have that piece of pie, but maybe cut back on your carbs during the meal. Right, exactly. Like if you want to, you know, if you want to have that dessert, don't necessarily have the bread before the meal. And you don't want to wait all day. Like a lot of people will be like, well, I'm going to save for this party or save for this dinner. That just puts you in a vicious cycle where you are going to overeat because all of a sudden you're going to start to eat and you're going to be like, oh my God, I didn't realize how hungry I was. And then eat, 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 eat. So we want to try to not yeah. have that. Plus, you know, again, if you eat that way, you're not going to feel good. You're going to feel tired, lethargic. Again, it's not the turkey that makes you tired. It's the large meal. Um, or, you know, and then again, you may develop GI symptoms, reflux, bloating, diarrhea, who knows what. So that nobody needs yeah. to have that. So you're saying to imitate Scarlett O'Hara. She used to eat before she went out so she'd get to the party and say, oh, no, I have a little tiny appetite. So we'll just all go to... Uh, gone with the wind. Well, sometimes I recommend oh, eating eating a little bit. You don't right, right. You could still eat. You could still eat less during the day. You just don't want to go not eating anything during the day. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, and I shouldn't be making wind jokes around um, holiday big meals. Anyway, uh, but now I think the reason I wanted to redo this topic at this time is because our grocery bills are out of control. And what worries me as a GI doc and you as giving people advice with healthy eating. Don't substitute. The meats have become so expensive. Turkey, they were saying this year was so expensive. I lucked out because I got a free turkey. You know, most people, if you spend yeah. X amount of money, you yeah, get yeah. the free turkey. But it's, it's everything is right. more money, yes. Everything's more expensive. So try your best. Produce is more expensive. Don't replace those those food choices with more carbs. Tell us some of the good tips I mean, to... Uh, balance your budget while you make healthy eating choices. Yeah. So in terms of meat, um, again, when the meat's on sale, for instance, my grocery store, it was $1.99 a pound for chicken. Um, that was a store brand, which I'm all for store brands. But, you know, you could buy it in bulk then and then freeze it so that it's much cheaper than five forty nine a pound. Um, same thing with, you know, if it's meat, ground meat, um, ground turkey, any of those particular products are really good. Um, in terms of vegetables, people don't realize this, but sometimes frozen vegetables are actually even healthier than fresh because they take them when they're at their, you know, before they're wilted, um, they don't sit out very long and they blanch them and they put them in a bag so they have the perfect amount of um, nutrients in them. You're not going to lose any nutrition and they taste really good and they last a long time. You know, some people prefer canned, which I would recommend like the lower sodium canned uh, vegetables. And um, as for fruits, I mean, fruits with skins, obviously you're not going to get them frozen and frozen fruits don't taste as good, but there are, you know, buying them in big bags or going to a farmer's market, you can get them much cheaper, even maybe even buying them and splitting it with your neighbor. You know, hey, let's buy this amount and let's, or, or family members, let's split this so it doesn't go to waste. And I know you suggest that we, if you buy the frozen foods, you might want to avoid the ones that add butter or sauces because that's adding salt and fat to your diet. You want to go with the plain uh, frozen produce, right? Yeah, the, and same the, with the plain, and you could add your own, you know, <clears throat> light salad dressing, your own, you know, herbs and spices and things to it. There are a couple brands out there that I recommended that have them, like in a butter sauce or like a um, a light cream sauce, and it's lower. It still meets the calorie and sodium needs. There's some brands out there that you know I discuss with with patients, um, which you could look at a label if it's less than you know five grams of fat and less than 110 milligrams of sodium, it would be acceptable. So that's another good point. Read labels. It seems like a labor intensive process. But once you get used to recognizing a label and saying, okay, my eyes are going to shoot right to the fiber content or salt, the sodium or fat content, you get used to it and it becomes easier and you become more skilled at, at protecting yourself. Because for instance, if you buy canned fruit, heavy syrup means uh, sugar. So you choose light syrup or in its own juice. That makes a big difference, doesn't it? No, yeah, I mean, exactly. So the interesting thing that you mentioned about food labels, I think, and I probably should do a study on this one or a survey, like I think I probably ask almost every patient, nobody knows how to read a label or even turns around and looks at a food label. 
So that being said, yeah, so in its own juices are good. They even have the, the light syrup, which sometimes might have a little bit of Splenda in it, which is still light, but you definitely mm. want to avoid the heavy syrup. The thing with canned fruit, there will be no fiber in it, no matter what kind of fruit it is. And again, getting fruit with fiber is getting benefit for, you know, colon cancer prevention, heart disease, um, you know, weight loss, constipation. So that's the only thing you're sort of missing where you're still getting the fiber from the frozen vegetables, but you're not getting it from the um, just fruits, you know, you're not getting it. I want to rewind here for a second because you mentioned something else really important. With the frozen vegetables, they are um, preserved right at the moment when they're most ripe and we're capturing the nutrients. If you overcook a veggie, can you destroy some of the nutrients and or if it's not the right ripeness or... Right. So if you, right. So if you boil vegetables for X amount of time, yes. If you buy the the steam in the bag, microwavable ones, which give you the exact time on there with plus or minus a few minutes or seconds, um, you will get the same amount of nutrition. I mean, it will be definitely uh, high quality nutrition. That being said, some vegetables cooked are even higher in nutrition. For instance, like carrots, cooked carrots have more beta carotene than raw carrots. Mm -hmm. So the other important point is fat free doesn't always mean sugar-free. It's that balance between you add fat for flavor, so we're giving up the sugar, but, you know, and then if you, so if you're fat-free, they're adding sugar for taste, and sugar turns to fat, so be careful of that. So the other thing- And wanna... also, with the low-carb, you got to watch out some of the low-carb things. The low-carb things are going to have a ton of fat. It could have 10 grams of saturated fat in it. So it's all about balance um, and really learning, understanding those food labels and reading the ingredients. Cause just, again, you know, for instance, low fat, I had a whole conversation with the patient earlier, low fat cheese, you know, or fat free cheese doesn't necessarily have more carbs in it. It's just made with skim milk. So it is actually better than the full fat cheeses that has five day grams of saturated fat and lower and higher in calories. Mm -hmm. And if you really want to maximize your savings, obviously clipping coupons has become so much easier, but you can put the app in your phone and you click on it and you find out what's on sale, that sort of thing. But you don't want to start <clears throat> buying items. It's that impulse shopping, impulse buying can hit you too. You say, oh, look, strawberries, you buy two packs and get one for free. Then they go bad in your refrigerator. So try not to impulse buy, right? Well, the big thing is you don't ever go to the grocery store hungry. <laughs> I like that. Well, and you yeah. know, what I mean? you're always going to eat yeah. more. Or buy, you're going to buy everything. I do that too. Sometimes I'm, I'm, open, I'm opening up the packages. I don't even want to be eating in a grocery store, but you know what? You work a gazillion hours and have a busy life. You know, it's eight o'clock at night and you're like eating the food that you're buying. So that doesn't work and, either. And you can easily buy a whole roast, cut it into chunks and make it for part now and part later. Buy cereal in bulk. My favorite cereal is on sale this week, three for $10. I saw it in another store, six fifty a box. Be smart. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Let's take a little break and we'll be right back with Emily Rubin. Thanks for listening to Your Radio Doctor with Dr. Marianne Ritchie, exclusively presented by Independence Blue Cross. If you have a question for the medical mailbag, just send a note to doctor at yourradiodoctor.net. At Independence Blue Cross, we believe in giving you the tools you need to pursue your healthiest life. From premiums as low as $0 per month to health discounts and cash rewards, it pays to have coverage with Independence. With the strongest network of doctors and hospitals in the region and free 24-7 virtual doctor visits, you can feel confident that quality care is always within reach. Explore your coverage options and enroll today at ibx.com. These days... Everyone is searching for the best ways to put their health first. But when it comes to cancer, one important way to prioritize your health is through routine screening. 
Detect cancer or precancer sooner with regular screenings. Schedule your cancer screenings today or talk to a doctor about what screenings are right for you. December 5th through 9th is Cancer Screen Week and the perfect time to learn more about the recommended screening guidelines. Visit cancerscreenweek.org to find resources near you, even if you're uninsured. And we're back on your radio doctor with our friend Emily Rubin, who knows so much about nutrition. I learned Every time I talk to you, Emily, I learn some good new practical advice. So we're talking about uh, healthy food choices on the budget because the prices have just exploded and people are making choices between food and gas for the cars. It's, it's really a tough time for people. And we started by saying you want to take advantage of coupons. You want to buy um, in a smart way. Don't impulse shop. Let's talk about how you could plan your meals through the week. Right. So again, if you have a weekend, you know, you could sort of go through um, different websites to sort of plan recipes and make lists, which is good. And then you could, again, you could look in the circulars or go on the website to see what things are on sale and even consider sometimes I'll shop with my neighbor and we'll, we'll tend to split things if things are bought in bulk. Um, and again, a lot of times there's, you know, um, the deals are better in the middle of the week than later in the week. And also I noticed I've done this too. Like I'll go Saturday and the sale starts Sunday and they've run out of everything, you know, the stuff that was on sale. So a lot of stores will give you a rain check. So then you could use that, you know, you can still use that discounted price for up to like a month or two after, which is really nice. Good point. Do not be shy about getting the rain check because the the stores are very good about doing that. We don't always think to do, take that extra step. And it's it's really not a lot of time to ask for it. The stores are very good about it. And I like the way you said in the middle of the week, that's when sometimes the sale from the end of last week and the new one overlap and you can get a um, double bonus. So it's all about smart shopping if you have the time to do it. But if you plan... Uh, your meals this coming week, knowing that XYZ is on sale, that's helpful too. Maybe beef right, is on right. sale, whatever, yeah. And then store brands. You love to go with store brands because it's, I remember hearing a lecture on shampoos. They're all the same ingredient, but maybe one has more perfumey stuff to it. Yeah. Tell us about store brands because. Yeah, I mean, store brands are the same in terms of all the, of all of it, the vegetables, the protein, you know, chicken, turkey, fish, meat. There's really no difference in terms of like that whole thing with the antibiotics in chicken. There was never really any antibiotics put in chicken anyway, organic or not organic. But again, the store brands are, are perfectly fine. They're a lot cheaper. I've actually found them like certain store brands to be much more tender than, um, you know, or, or less fat, you know, they just even taste better. And I've gone to, I've gone to every major grocery store and bought every store brand. And I've always been, my family, including my children have all been, you know, pleased with, with their, with their quality. And I think it's a, probably a smart idea to avoid the portion controlled snack packs, you, you know, whether it's, uh, I guess it's good if you have children going to school and you're packing lunches and you put, put a, an applesauce in or something like that. But day to day, I mean, my grandchildren are, three, one, and one. So they're not going to know if I scooped it out of an applesauce jar or give each one their own little one with a dinosaur on it or whatever. Yeah. So the portion control, it's really about, it's, it's, portion, it's, it's more of a psychological sort of tool. So it, it's actually always a lot more money because, you know, you're, you're paying for the extra packaging. So yeah, to get the, the one big bag of chips or crackers or whatever you may get um, is always going to be cheaper than getting the individual one that, you know, that being said, if people have issues with, you know, overeating or binge eating, getting that prepackaged may work. The other option is, and I actually had a fellow do this years ago, his wife was losing weight. She took the pretzel bag and she individually wrapped 
every single pretzel and Portia put it back in the pretzel bag. So he went to go get some pretzels. He's like, what is this? You know, because he had all these little bags in his hand, but it was, you know, worked out really well. So that's another option again, if you want to sort of Well, we should do a whole show just on the behavior of eating because my dear husband, big strapping man, he eats when he's happy. He eats when he's sad. He eats when he's nervous. He eats when it's a good day and when it's not such a good day. And so I'll say to him, instead of, well, not that he does this, but I mean, I've heard lecturers say, instead of sitting with a bag of cookies next to you, go to the cabinet, take one, sit down, watch TV, work at the computer, eat one. And then it's an effort to go back and get cookie number 27. A lot of it's behavior. You know, you're not really, are you really physically hungry? That's why, you know, apps are really good because they keep you on track if you have to write all that stuff down. And not having the food in the house, but that's going to be hard because there's always going to be somebody who's going to have that food in the house. But, you know, if, you, if they say um, out of mind, out of sight, but if it's in mind, in sight, if you have like a, a, a container of fresh fruit on the table or, you know, when you open up and you have like, you know, popcorn um, or nuts or, you know, easily healthier, accessible snacks, that's going to be a better option. And I know that um, certain programs like Weight Watchers, I love the built in um, uh part of the program that you have to show up once a week. You don't have to, but you've paid your $5. It's not a lot of money, but you're committed because you've put uh, money into it and you're going to show up to get weight every week. If you have to account to somebody other than yourself, that helps too. All those little tricks. Right. Weight Watchers, I think they have like the online, which I think they have an online program too, which you're still possibly weighing yourself. Some people don't like the class situation because it's listening to everybody sort of vent or complain. Uh, but yeah, it's definitely held you accountable. The thing I like about Weight Watchers, if we actually go to the, talk about a little bit about diets, it doesn't have you, it's no, it's a diet that doesn't avoid any particular food group. It gives you anything that you want to eat. You just have to account for points. So if you want to have, a, you know, four cookies, you, that's 15 of your points. You don't have very many points left to eat food. So that's the whole point of it, which is really, yeah. really helpful. That's portion control. Now you mentioned sharing with your neighbors. The cool thing about that is if you go to a big, uh, the big stores where you get the bulk food, but the farmer's market, a lot of people don't necessarily think about that. That's a great place. You get fresh produce at a more affordable price. But at the end of the day, if you go a little bit later, as they're closing up their stands, they have residual inventory. Maybe you'll get a better deal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You can do that. Yeah. There's also co-ops that people are part of in certain areas of Philadelphia. And then there's also websites that, that sell like fruits and vegetables that aren't like perfectly looking that they can't put yes. food, and they're like half price and they get, you know, them delivered to them. So there's so many different options out there. That's, it's again, just doing a little bit of research. Yeah. So we never mentioned name brands, but, um, uh, if people wanted to find, um, you know, pears with dents in them because they're a lot of whatever, how would they go about what trigger words would they use? Like imperfect, like okay. imperfect fruit or, you know, fruit delivery, a discounted fruit and vegetable delivery options. And you like dollar stores. You tell your patients, take a cruise through a dollar store. You can look pretty quickly. I know. I, exactly. It's, it's when I go in there a lot. I don't really know why, but I, my, my, where my kids work, it's right next to the dollar store. So I just tend to go in there. Um, cause it, it, but there's lots of different options. Like they have like these dry roasted edamame. They have um, you, like all your seasonings are a dollar where the same seasonings in the grocery store are like three and four dollars. Exactly. Um, they have canned beans and they even have canned low sodium beans. They have cheese, they have, you know, tuna, um, they have like these sun-dried tomatoes, they have, you know, pasta, um, you know, it actually, it's not a dollar anymore, it's a dollar twenty-five. so it did go up with inflation, there's no dollar store anymore, but I mean, it just the whole thinking behind it, 
Um, yes, it, it is much more reasonable, and there's lots of options out there too. And that sometimes those stores are the only access that our patients have. They can't get to grocery stores, yeah. and these dollar stores are in their area. Yeah. So that's you know lack of access is really important. And that would be another show that we should do. Really, um, how do people make healthy choices when they live in food deserts? Meaning, right. you know, they don't have access to the choices that some others might. And vegetable oils. You can buy them sometimes at the dollar store. Dollar store, too. Yeah, they have the canola oil, vegetable oil. They even have the, the spray oils. They even have like a protein pancake mix. I was really impressed. And they had this syrup. It's like a light. It's actually like a regular syrup. But it, when I looked at the calories, it's actually like light. It, it only has 25 calories and two grams of sugar without any artificial flavor. And my kids actually love it. So it's really nice. You'll find these interesting things. That, um, that you might not find in other stores that are in, maybe even healthier. It's so interesting listening to you because I can tell that when you go into a place, you zoom in on, oh, they have cereal. You're going to go read the label, and that's fascinating to you because that's the way your your uh, computer in here right. is set up. I look at somebody, and I notice the way they're sitting, or the, or my husband will say, somebody's limping, he needs a knee replacement, or, or right, they have right, this absolutely. or that, or they're holding their back. And, and it's, um, it's so interesting. I'll be watching somebody on TV, and I'll see like a skin lesion and I try to say, you want to get that checked or, you know, you, right, you heard right. the stories of people look at a, an announcer and they say their, their neck looks big, get your thyroid checked. So it's funny. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to put those healthy and affordable foods on the grocery list. You don't want to grab food for you know, snack. You want to stock up on healthy staples for snacks. Let's go through some of those ideas. So healthy staples, again, nuts are really good. They make these dry roasted edamame uh, popcorn. You can even take popcorn and put it in a paper bag in the microwave and pop it or pop it on the stove with a little bit of olive oil and three cups of it's a hundred calories and it has some fiber in it instead of, and it doesn't have any salt if you're not buying the, you know, the, the packaged popcorn. Um, eggs are eggs also like hard boiled eggs and dollar store forgot they have eggs as well. <laughs> something, you know, you could eat as well. Um, some of the, um, the sun-dried tomatoes or some of the, you know, the dried vegetables are really good. Little snap peas, they're, you know, they're healthy snacks as well. Dried fruits are a little bit higher in sugar, so they're not my favorite. You know, I prefer fresh fruit, um, over that than the dried fruit. And you can get like the frozen berries, you still get the benefit of the, uh, of the fiber in that and a lot of nutrients, but you could put it in a smoothie with like low fat or non-fat Greek yogurt. Um, or just add it to that and still have a really nice uh, snack. Well, see, that's another thing. I've been buying the, um, the the smaller servings of yogurt because I could eat it. I could eat it in the car and toss it. But what's to stop you from getting less sugary, the regular Greek yogurt, and add your own berries and such? It's a little more effort, but probably a lot right. less expensive and healthier. Yeah? They do. So it's nice. Now, there are so many different light yogurts, zero sugar yogurts, the Greek yogurts that all have the fruit in them that are light without even artificial flavoring in them. So there are is that option. There's the plain Greek yogurt, which is really an acquired taste. Um, but yeah, the big tubs tend to be cheaper, but you can still find them on sale. You know, I try to wait till they're on sale because recently they've gone up in about 50 cents for a four pack. But, you know, you can wait till they're on sale or buy them in bulk. Mm-hmm. And sometimes my husband, like you say, he'll... Um, prepare and leave a bowl in the fridge of hard-boiled eggs. And that is a great snack. But do we run the risk of too much cholesterol? How many, is there a max? Remember that for a while they were saying you should max at so many eggs per week? Yeah, I mean, it's probably about five, but it's it's not just egg yolks because egg whites have no cholesterol or fat in them. It's the egg, it's the egg yolk that has it. So it's not, when people say that, it's not just the yolk, it's the overall diet. Meaning it's, you know, it's if somebody's eating, you know, egg yolk, but also eating, you know, uh, fast food or eating ice cream or eating, you know, cookies. You know, it's it's the yeah. combination. If you're eating eggs on a low fat diet, it, it, you'll be fine. Okay. 
So if somebody eats a hard-boiled egg almost every day, it's... They'll be fine, right? Okay, I good. mean, if there's somebody that, that genetically has high cholesterol that are th- that's thin and already eating healthy, maybe not. But otherwise, for the average population, that's fine. And I think people have gotten away from eating oatmeal. That is such a great breakfast. Yeah, they right. They go back... Because a lot of times they need it, like, sweetened as well. But they need the extra sugar in there. So that's the part we try to work on using, like, unsweetened almond milk, fresh fruit, um, even these, like, light, you know, these sort of uh, light syrups that work really nicely. Um, or cinnamon is really good as well. So yes, I do recommend, I recommend, you know, you can buy the, obviously buying the big tub, you know, the steel cut sometimes takes a little bit longer, but they have a steel cut instant. So that would be good. So it cooks quicker, but I don't really like the packs with the added sugar. In it. Well, so it's, say, it's really two things there. When you buy individualized servings of anything, oftentimes they'll say we have them in four different flavors and that's where you get added calories, added, added sugar and such. Number one, um, number two with the, with the oatmeal, um, or no, sorry, with light syrups and such, I have in my family, um, it's a me- metabolic uh, condition that they cannot eat NutraSweet or the, the artificial sweeteners. Right. I don't mean to have anything bad to say about NutraSweet per se, but, but they can't metabolize it. So be sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. So they, there's different ones. There's a monk sugar now, which is made from fruit. There's, um, uh, like a sucralose, which is a little bit different than artificial. They're sort of made from plants, so they tend to work better. Better, but the monk fruit has been um, pretty responsive for most Good. of my patients. Good, you know, it's not artificial. You know what? No Let's sh- revisit no that when we come back from this nice happy break on your radio doctor. Today's edition of Your Radio Doctor with Dr. Marianne Ritchie, presented exclusively by Independence Blue Cross, can be enjoyed anytime, anywhere, at your convenience. Just download the Odyssey app and search Your Radio Doctor. It's health education on demand. I'm always striving to live my healthiest life, so I need a health plan that has my back. With Independence Blue Cross, I get access to the largest network of doctors and hospitals in the region and free virtual doctor visits 24-7. Plus, with premiums as low as $0 per month, I can stay on top of my health and keep my budget in check. Independence has given me coverage I can count on, and they'll do the same for you. Explore your coverage options and enroll today at ibx.com. When you have orthopedic issues, you need a physician who eats, sleeps, and breathes orthopedics. You need an exceptionally specialized Rothman orthopedics physician. They not only specialize in orthopedics, each Rothman physician only focuses on one area of the body, which means you can have confidence that you can get past pain and be what you were. Schedule conveniently online at rothmanortho.com. That's rothmanortho.com. These days... Everyone is searching for the best ways to put their health first. But when it comes to cancer, one important way to prioritize your health is through routine screening. Detect cancer or precancer sooner with regular screenings. Schedule your cancer screenings today or talk to a doctor about what screenings are right for you. December 5th through 9th is Cancer Screen Week and the perfect time to learn more about the recommended screening guidelines. Visit cancerscreenweek.org to find resources near you even if you're uninsured. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This is Dr. Marianne Ritchie, your radio doctor. Cancer Screen Week, December 5th through 9th. Screening for cancers can save your life. Visit cancerscreenweek.org to learn about free or low-cost screening tests. That's cancerscreenweek.org. 
Your radio doctor, Dr. Marianne Ritchie, now Saturday afternoons at 5, presented exclusively by Independence Blue Cross. This program is paid for by Your Radio Doctor, LLC. Welcome back to Your Radio Doctor with our guest, Emily Rubin. Emily, we're talking about making healthy food choices, especially when we eat more. I ended uh, the, the show the week before Thanksgiving and said that the beauty of Thanksgiving is that we can focus on family and friends coming together, sharing a meal, because the word companion is Latin, and come means coming together or being together, and panis is the word meaning bread. We come together to break bread, and we come together in a meal. That's that's the beauty of food. Food is love. Right. right. And so it's such an important time to focus on food, but the budget, people are really hurting with making choices, and you're helping us save money by making better choices. So let's talk about some healthy but less expensive dinner ideas that include all the major food groups. That's the other trick, making sure we don't lean too heavily on carbs because they're less expensive. Right. So you can get, you know, the, the, a lot of the pasta brands make these whole grain or bean-based pastas, which are really high in protein and fiber. They're made with navy bean, lentils, chickpeas. Um, you know, that would be a really great option. And it's, you know, inexpensive and you can get a lot of meals out of it as well. Um, and again, you could bulk, you know, with chicken, um, turkey, even like plant-based, um, some of the plant-based, um, meats that are out there, like they make a ground, you know, um, a ground crumble, you know, plant-based crumble that you could use or ground, you know, chicken-based or plant-based crumble, or even like a vegetarian chili where you could add beans to it. And to stop there, if you don't mind, tell us about that crumble. That sounds good. Just the word. Yeah. So it's, it's a plant-based crumble. It's either made from soy or the hot new protein known as, is pea protein, which is, uh, little bit, I know it's the protein derived from peas. It's supposedly, you know, uh, has less side effects in terms of it's not soy based, which some people don't want to necessarily have soy, um, you know, tastes good, tastes comparable to meat as close to meat as you can get anyway. So, um, so again, you could use this and it could be in a vegetarian chili. It could be in like, you know, like a meat sauce, you know, with pasta. Um, there's lots of different options. You could buy it frozen, um, or you can even buy it if they actually have it where you rehydrate it and it could be relatively inexpensive you know, when it's on sale, but it can be added again to a chili, anything you would substitute if you wanted to do like stuffed cabbage with it, um, lots of different options. And mm-hmm. in terms of cooking a lot of these things, you know, I love they have the Instapot now, where it's sort of like a crock pot. I do a lot of yeah. crock pot cooking where you cook these foods, uh, the chicken or the chili or, um, or soup, you know, for X amount of hours and you come mm-hmm. home and it's done. The, the Instapot is nice um, or the quicker pot, it cooks it in, in an hour, does the same kind of process mm-hmm. that Crock-Pot. And again, you get this batch cooking or bulk cooking and you have meals for a few yeah. days. And if you get sick of it, you can just freeze well, it. Well, and I think maybe that's part of the reason why you go into a store and a lot of times the shelves, the pasta shelves are empty or half filled. Maybe people are not thinking of all the things you're mentioning, but I love what you said about the pasta if you get the whole grain pasta, you're getting your fiber content and protein. I don't think people think of protein as as, as you know, pasta as a protein source. Right. And it's less sugar and less salt. The two things that we try, right. you know, sodium and sugar are not evil. Life is a balance. You just don't want too much of it, right? So pasta satisfies all those things. And then you have a side salad. You sprinkle some Parmesan cheese. And we're going to talk about lactose-free choices. And parm, the hard cheeses, right. have less lactose. But... The one other thing I wanted to ask you about is, say the crumbles, they're made with soy. I have a son who has a lot of food allergies, and soy is one of them. I was shocked when I took him, had his soy that we think is good, healthy kind of, you know, friend to add to meals. 
people have to be mindful that that can be um, an allergen. Yeah. Right, right. So it is one of the top like eight allergens, you know, per FDA. So if you're not, you know, but again, so now they have the if you're if you're vegan or want to choose another source, source they have the pea protein products, which are good as well. Good, that's a good distinction. So, I know we've gotten into the habit of getting a big um, pan and just saute frozen vegetables, and I call it plastic fish. It's really not plastic fish, but my husband will buy um, shrink wrapped fish in uh, bulk. And it's, it's fresh, it's good, and he sautés it all together, a little olive oil. We're good to go. It's quick, easy, healthy. And That's uh, good, right? And you can add brown rice or quinoa, which is a nice grain. That's a gluten-free grain, which is great for people who need gluten celiac, but it's also a grain that's, high again, high in protein, high in fiber, um, you know, or buckwheat. So these are grains that, again, some of these are even at the dollar store. You could definitely cook, and you can yep. make it in bulk and then portion it out. And then and you, you make little portion containers you could buy, too. Yeah, and the vegetarian chili is also, uh, you know, checks all the boxes because you can make the big batch, skip the meat, and the beans have 40 grams of protein. It's pretty good. Right, and like 20 grams of fiber, depending on how much exactly. you use. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So tell us about gluten-free choices because, and, and I and I loved, we did a whole show with you, uh, people that have been diagnosed with actual celiac disease. Gluten is really an enemy. and And you'll say, People say, oh, it's my birthday, can I have a piece of cake? And you say, if you have a piece of toast and you cut it into 100 pieces, or let's say you're allergic to shrimp and shrimp allergy is life-threatening, would you want a bite of that shrimp? One on the ixnay could be life-threatening. Right, well, the, difference is, right, right, the difference between celiac and a, and a, and a food allergy without it's anaphylactic not is it's, you know, it's, a, it's, it's damaging your inside sometimes without you even knowing it. Exactly. But it is a poison to your body, so you have yeah. to put it into that perspective of where you, if you were to eat a nut and your throat was to close, you would never eat it again. Well, gluten is essentially doing the same thing. Yeah, and it's so, not going to be instant death like eating a shrimp and not being able to breathe, but it's a silent enemy because... As a GI doc, and you you take care of all our celiac patients, I don't think you ever go to bed, do you, Emily? But, I don't think you but with right celiac there. patients, they need to know that if you're if you are exposed to gluten, then your sponge, your small intestine, is not absorbing uh, important nutrients. So you can't just have a little cracker or a little cake here and there. You there, and there's so right. many new substitutes. So. It, make, it makes it really difficult during the holidays because it's like you're in environments that are around gluten 24-7. So sometimes you may have to bring your own meal or dessert or something. You know, I've had newly diagnosed patients not even want to eat Thanksgiving, you know, just so worried, which which is great. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, you want to be cautious like that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, again, there's all the different gluten-free grains like, uh, you know, gluten-free mm-hmm. brown rice, um, pasta, gluten-free pastas, but also naturally gluten-free foods like baked potatoes, baked sweet potatoes, you know, squash, um, you know, quinoa, you know, and then again, vegetables, fruits, and proteins are all naturally gluten-free as well. But on the same, uh, or when we flip the uh, conversation, do not go on or put your child on. I've heard of people saying, oh, my child has thyroiditis or some other autoimmune condition. I'm going to wipe out all their gluten. No. No, you don't want to, because it's, it's, some of the foods are not fortified. Also, there's been studies if you eat, especially as a child, if you eat large amounts of rice based, because a lot of the gluten free foods are brown rice based, right. you know, th- there's a percent of arsenic and it's more actually um, th- life threatening to, you know, to a child than to an adult. So, no, you don't put somebody on a gluten free diet without testing for celiac. It doesn't mean that they could develop celiac, but putting them on the gluten free diet doesn't prevent it. Because the other thing you mentioned, they're going to be eating um, alternative choices that are not necessarily fortified with essential 
nutrients, vitamins. Am I right? I think that, that's right. Exactly. exactly. Some of the foods, I mean, they're a lot better now, you know, years ago, it was just these, <clears throat> these interesting brands that would make these products, but would not fortify them because they weren't required to. Now, a lot of the brand, the, the common brand names make these products. So they are fortified because of who's making them now. But that being said, it still may not be balanced enough for a child if it's not done correctly. And you want them to get their calcium for their bones and iron for their blood uh, supply and all those good things. So talk about, if you would, um, uh, other things people might not think of. We know people, I think, are familiar now that there are, that beer has gluten in it, but they might not know that flavored vodka has gluten in it. Right, right. So all, all hard alcohols are, you know, if they're distilled, there's no gluten in the final product, but if they add the flavoring back to it, it most certainly could have gluten in it. Also, some of the ciders as well with the flavored ciders. And there are gluten-free beers, but the difference is there's gluten-free beers and there's gluten-removed beers. They're not always specified oh. you know, on a menu when you're out. You really have to, or you know, if you go to a beer distributor, it will say it, but you have to be careful. Or somebody might offer, you know, a gluten, they think it's gluten-free, but it's actually gluten-removed, which is not regulated at all. Interesting, because that's almost like caffeine-free or decaf. Decaf is not 100% caffeine-free. So I didn't know that. I've never heard of gluten removed. It means we're doing the best. They they use a we have no, I don't know. They don't want to even tell you how they're doing it. And you know yeah. what? They did. They rated the best tasting, quote unquote, gluten free beers. And you know which one got number one? The gluten removed. Of course, because there's still some goo in it. Mm, interesting. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And you want to specify, too, when you go to restaurants, just because there's a gluten-free menu, if they're not preparing a gluten-free, it doesn't mean anything. Exactly. Because, you know, they've had studies showing that 30% of restaurants still contain, have gluten in their gluten-free products. So you have to make sure they're cooking it separately, you know, checking the menu, doing all that, that research. And if somebody's really sensitive, that means if their uh, French toast is made on a grill with, that they've used regular bread next to gluten-free bread, all those kind of tips, we should probably, there's a, we have a lot of homework to do here, Emily. We should review a lot of these things again. So lactose-free, that has always fascinated me. As GI docs, people come to us and they say, you know, sometimes when I eat, I have to run to the bathroom. They have an urgent need to get to the potty quickly or they get gassy or bloated. And up there, sometimes it's the, the content of fiber, but if they're Mediterranean, probably 75 plus percent of Mediterranean uh, descendants have an element of lactose intolerance. And that's a whole spectrum too, right? You can be slightly, <clears throat> so the definition of lactose intolerance means you're missing a, a natural chemical that breaks down lactose, which is a sugar in milk. So sugar, or I'm sorry, lactose-free milk is again, not a hundred percent lactose-free. So right, they add the lactate, yeah. lactate enzyme to it. And then yogurt too. So yogurt's got the probiotics in it, which also makes it naturally lactose-free because probiotics act like a lactose like a tade in a, in a yogurt. But that being said, some people are still really sensitive. And they do have, like, again, plant-based yogurts. They do have yogurt where they have the probiotic and the lactate enzyme added to it. Um, milk and ice cream tend to be the, the biggest culprit for um, lactose intolerant. But cheeses, cheddar, provolone, Swiss, even mozzarella cheese, if there's no carbohydrates in the label and no sugars in the label, that means there's no lactose because lactose is in milk. Right, let's repeat that because I think people <clears throat> would love to know that the door is open for cheddar and what other cheeses? Yeah, cheddar, Parmesan, um, uh, was it cheddar, you know, even mozzarella, mozzarella, Swiss cheese, all cheeses. You know, American is the only one that I think it's got one to two grams of lactose. And ricotta also has lactose and cottage cheese does because they're softer cheeses. But yeah. all the hard cheeses and even like a, like I said, a mozzarella cheese, they're all lactose free. <laughs> so this is a big win for lactose intolerant people because if you sit down and somebody has pizza, you say, well, I can't eat the bread. They can pick off the red and yellow stuff, which is the best part of the pizza. I just eat all the cheese and tomato sauce and nobody can yell at them. No, don't do that. Anyway, um, but I think um, almond milk has more calcium in it 
and no lactose. And they're the kind of things that you emphasize with people that are so helpful because, <clears throat> um, as I was starting to say, up to 75%, not all people of Mediterranean, but up to 75% have some element of lactose intolerance. And maybe they can eat one piece of pizza or two pieces of pizza, but if they add ice cream, they pay a big price. Right. It's, it's the imaginary. It's also if you eat lactose on an empty stomach, like if you just have yep. a yogurt by itself or if you have it with a meal, you're better. Um, so it all depends on the spacing out. You know, we, our bodies make that enzyme every day, you know, so yes. some days you make it more than others. So that's the thinking too. But there are so many substitutions, mm -hmm. again, with the almond milk and the lactose-free milk. Um, and also lactose intolerant, the differences between that and celiac is, you know, it's an intolerance. It's not damaging you in any way. It's not attacking your body like gluten. It's just causing an unpleasant GI symptom. Yeah. And the other people have to pay attention. A large portion, probably 80 plus percent of African-Americans and over 90 percent of Asian descent people have to worry about lactose. We're going to come back after the break and talk about thoughtful gifts to give and some New Year's resolutions. So thanks for joining us here on Your Radio Doctor. Your Radio Doctor with Dr. Marianne Ritchie is presented exclusively by Independence Blue Cross. At Independence Blue Cross, we believe in giving you the tools you need to pursue your healthiest life. From premiums as low as $0 per month to health discounts and cash rewards, it pays to have coverage with Independence. With the strongest network of doctors and hospitals in the region and free 24-7 virtual doctor visits, you can feel confident that quality care is always within reach. Explore your coverage options and enroll today at ibx.com. This is Dr. Marianne Ritchie, your radio doctor. Cancer Screen Week, December 5th through 9th, founded by Genentech in partnership with the American Cancer Society, Stand Up to Cancer, and Optum. Cancer screening can save your life. Visit cancerscreenweek.org for information about lung, breast, colorectal, cervical, prostate, and skin cancers, and learn where to get free or low-cost screening tests. Visit cancerscreenweek.org. When you have joint pain, you need a physician who eats, sleeps, and breathes joints. Someone so focused on their specialty, they've written the book on it, literally. You need an exceptionally specialized physician from Rothman Orthopedics. They not only specialize in orthopedics, each Rothman physician only focuses on one area of the body, which means you can have confidence that you can get past the pain and be what you were. Schedule conveniently online at rothmanortho.com. Official orthopedic partner of the Eagles, Phillies, and Sixers. Now, your weekly prescription brought to you by Genentech, the science-driven company that pioneered the biotech industry to transform how we treat the world's most complex health problems. Welcome back to our final segment of Your Radio Doctor. This segment is called Your Weekly Prescription, brought to you by Genentech. Emily, let's talk about, in our final few minutes here, thoughtful gifts to give that are healthy, adding to healthy choices, and maybe some easy resolutions. Yeah, so one of my favorite recommendations, because everybody likes a crispy, you know, fried option, is the air fryer, um, which I've mm -hmm. had different variations of it. It's, you know, it gives you that crispy taste without the fat, without the calories. It's perfectly safe. All it is is like a mini convection oven that where the air sort of surfaces equally to get that crispy taste. And I've made chicken. I've made vegetables. I did. I took the leftover sweet potatoes from Thanksgiving and made sweet potato chips out of it. So there's lots of different oh. options that you can do, and it cooks it quickly, and cool. it's great. Also, you know, mm -hmm. either a crock pot or an indoor, or I'm sorry, an Instapot is, you know, is really helpful. There are indoor grills to give you that grilled taste as well. That's very beneficial. Um, 
and also and that decreases fat right doesn't the fat roll off of them more easily the, um the old style some does i'm not really sure about the new style where the fat used to drip mm-hmm. down but um the newer style i think some of them do as well if they're, if they're more like a grill with the top rack and you actually if it looks like a real grill you know what i mean then it would drip off if it's one if it's just a flat pan mm-hmm. with 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 grates in it nothing to drip off it wouldn't so that would be a better option to get that also you know you were talking about oil olive oil and things like that. The thing is, olive oil is healthy, but people tend to use too much of it, which again, adds up to more calories. So getting, putting, Good point. taking olive oil and putting it in a spritzer bottle is really helpful to give you the nutrition without all the extra calories and fat. Yeah. And then there's all different kinds of smoothies and ice cream makers, you know, we've that you can get making using Greek yogurt and fresh fruit, um, or even frozen fruit vegetables that give you that sort of, um, you know, smoothie taste much healthier than getting it jarred or at a restaurant or something. No, I think that's a really smart idea. And again, you can make it, put it in a blender, make two days worth, and just start the next morning. And, and uh, it's a time saver and such a healthy fiber, fruit, all that good components. New Year's resolutions. We hate to say that. And, and you know, in our minds, you, you hate to say, I'm never going to eat candy again because then you crave it. What are some you, positive yeah, the, the ways? Yeah. And why does it only have to be at New Year's? Why, why, right. why can't it be in June? Or yeah. I don't know. It's, the whole point is it should be like, you know, a healthy lifestyle versus right. avoiding. So again, not following any kind of crazy fad diet that's out there, avoiding carbs or eating a lot of fat or juicing for a diet. You know, you want it to be a balanced diet. Um, you know, just eating a little bit less, making some substitutions, 500 calories less could be lots of different options. You know, eating, you know, whole grain bread instead of a bagel, you know, Greek yogurt instead of ice cream, lots of different options. You don't want to lose like 20 pounds in a week. No. Oh, no, no. Two points to be made here. So if you are somebody who has a can of soda every day, I don't think people do that quite like they use it, but using that, that's a defined amount of intake, 500 calories a day. If you eliminate 500 calories a day, you lose about a pound a week. So if you push the soda can away, that's something measurable. I think that's what makes it easier for people. Eat right, breakfast, two, don't two, starve all day. Yeah, maybe like two soda cans, but yes, or or a soda bottle. Um, and, yeah, so two. Um, yeah, so again, eating breakfast. A lot of people are skipping breakfast or doing this intermittent fasting, which they've actually retracted. Not that it's not beneficial, but you know, eating earlier in the day is so much better for metabolism wise. You know, the hunger is always going to catch up with you. Choosing, you know, a high fiber, high protein breakfast, you know, is really important. Um, you know, making small changes you know, slowly, you don't have to sit here and you don't want to make these goals. I'm going to do this all in one week, you know, one, one goal at a time. So you feel like you've accomplished something. Yeah. And the other thing is you, you're right. You don't want to lose 20 pounds in a week. If you gain weight, you add fat to your liver. And if you lose weight too quickly, if you lose weight precipitously, you're adding fat to your liver. And we know in the GI world that fatty liver is the new number one cause for liver transplants. So life is a balance. And real quickly, you said eat slowly because yes, you're, you're right, right. I it love takes, that. It takes 20 minutes to actually physically feel full. So what, what, what can we eat in 20 minutes? Do we even ever get 20 minutes to eat? You know, we're, we're eating, standing no. up. You know, eating with your family or sitting down and eating is really important. You know, when we eat, we're just running around. So it's really important. Mindful eating is that whole concept. And then after 20 minutes, are you really hungry? If, if you are, then have more, you know, but yeah. let's see if you're actually truly physically hungry. And also but it's probably because while you're when you eat, then your insulin level goes up and insulin makes you feel fuller. And then also eight glass, you know, let, let, let's bring back hydration, winter, summer, doesn't matter what you drink, you know, when you drink, you need to drink water. Drinking before meals will make you feel more full, you know, get that hydration in. You can buy those little set water mm-hmm. bottles that tell you, you know, how much you, you've had um, 
or even set an alarm to make sure you're drinking. And you want to pack your lunch so it's controlled, it's much less expensive, and try to make, try to cook on weekend to the week. Emily Rubin, you are such a superstar. I could have you yeah, once a week, it wouldn't fill the gaps. Thank you so much for joining thanks us. Thanks so much. All right, happy holidays. Thanks, same to you. And now for your real champion, I call this segment, Good for Goodness Sake. Recently, I was grocery shopping at my neighborhood Acme Market. It was relatively early in the morning and I headed straight for the fish counter. The gentleman behind the counter was talking to a woman and I didn't want to interrupt their conversation. Oh, you didn't interrupt, he said. She works here too, but I'm still setting up for the day. And I said, no problem. I have plenty of other shopping to do so I can stop back in a little while. 15 minutes passed, I returned, but he was still unpacking large boxes of fish to line up in the display case. Again, I said, you need a little more time. I still have a few things to get. I'll circle back again. He was very apologetic, but grateful for the reprieve. Some minutes later, I was closing a door in the frozen food aisle, placing my precious ice cream in my basket. When I looked up, I was stunned. There was the man from the fish counter, standing quietly, holding out a beautifully wrapped piece of salmon that I had asked for. I was overwhelmed. I thanked him profusely and told him that he made my day, which was not an exaggeration. It was a day when I was consumed with worry about a family member in the hospital while still meeting deadlines for work. Somehow that one act of kindness lifted my spirits and made me feel like there are still truly good people in the world. At a time when technology is taking away from personal interactions and making people behave like robots, this man made the effort to come to the other side of a large store just to find me. What a display of courtesy and thoughtfulness. Perhaps he welcomed my show of patience when I said, no pressure, don't rush, I'll come back. In return, he showed his appreciation by going the extra mile. All I can say is he restored my faith in humanity. And by the way, there was no survey for customer satisfaction or hidden camera. This was an act of pure decency. My new friend is Sidney Jones. He's worked at the Acme in Bryn Mawr for 10 years. Prior to that, he had worked at other jobs that he just didn't like. And when he heard about an opening at the Acme, he decided to give it a 100% effort and make it his own. He started in overnight position with frozen food and asked for as many hours as he could that were available. He quickly was promoted because of his great work ethic and promoted again to his current role. His job is demanding. To tolerate the freezing cold environment, he wears a woolen hat, a sweatshirt, and a heavy white coat. The meticulous displays of fish and salads reflect the energy and pride he invests in his work. His day starts as early as 5 a.m. and he works six days a week. Even times, he has to report by 4 a.m. for a delivery. What people often fail to remember is that during COVID, not just medical personnel, but supermarket employees were also essential workers. They kept the shelves stocked and the lights on and were exposed to a lot of people while others could work remotely and even have groceries delivered. I've watched how Sid strives to make customers happy. Recently, a woman was quite demanding about a specific request and he made it happy with a quiet calm. Nothing is too much trouble. In fact, along with his current job, Sid is launching his own moving and storage business, which will involve very strenuous work, but he's determined to provide for his family. 
This is truly a beautiful Christmas story. A man who practices not so random, but consistent acts of kindness. It proves that one person can make a difference. So follow his lead and you'll see that even a small gesture can have many ripples. At a time in our history when people are focused on me, 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 Sid takes a different approach. He finds joy in following the golden rule, treating others the way he wants to be treated. Admired and respected by his coworkers as a model of kindness and courtesy, we can all learn from his goodwill. Most importantly, he wants to be a good role model for his 13-year-old daughter and his five-year-old son. He reminds them to work hard and be good, not just while you're waiting for Santa. And for that matter, the last time I asked Santa about checking his list, he said, Sid Jones is at the top of his nice column. We salute you, Sidney Jones, your well champion. Thanks for listening to your radio doctor this evening and every Saturday at five o'clock here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Listen to this show again or any of our shows on odyssey.com. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y.com or wherever you find your podcasts. A special thank you to our exclusive sponsor, Independence Blue Cross, and for support from Rothman Orthopedic Institute and Genentech. Speaking of my friends at Genentech, Cancer Screen Week, December 5 through 9, founded by Genentech in partnership with the American Cancer Society, Stand Up to Cancer, and Optum, the goal is to encourage people to learn more about cancer prevention and get on track with screening. Website, cancerscreenweek.org, has information on free or low-cost screening options, helps users find a cancer screening location, and helps prepare for the cancer screening appointment. It also includes screening info for lung, breast, colorectal, prostate, and skin cancers. The website lists resources for healthcare providers as well. Insurers, employers, individuals, and resources are also available in Spanish. So check out cancerscreenweek.org. Please follow your radio doctor on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Friends, you heard the story of this week's real champion, a man whose kindness is making a difference. He made a big impression on me on a day when I really needed a lift. Follow his lead. Let your own kindness be contagious. Now it's time to get busy. Preparing for Hanukkah starts December 18th and Christmas. And keep listening through December. We may have a surprise guest visit before the month is over. This is your radio doctor, Dr. Marianne Ritchie, wishing you a happy, healthy, and safe week with the ones you love and always here to remind you that your health is your wealth. Thanks for listening to your radio doctor, Dr. Marianne Ritchie, presented exclusively by Independence Blue Cross. To contact Dr. Marianne and to listen to today's show as well as past shows, visit yourradiodoctor.com. This program is paid for by Your Radio Doctor, LLC. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Your Radio Doctor and their guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPHT or Odyssey. Today's program has been pre-recorded. I'm always striving to live my healthiest life, so I need a health plan that has my back. With Independence Blue Cross, I get access to the largest network of doctors and hospitals in the region and free virtual doctor visits 24-7. Plus, with premiums as low as $0 per month, I can stay on top of my health and keep my budget in check. Independence has given me coverage I can count on, and they'll do the same for you. Explore your coverage options and enroll today at ibx.com.